it might be your last chance to trade for these players. We're going to tell you who they are and why you should trade for them on today's episode of Locked On Dynasty. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell. Welcome back to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. You can follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me, as always, is former NFL scout Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, we're talking trades today. Are you ready for this conversation? Yeah, I am. This should be fun, too. It's Tuesday here. We typically start off the show with some waiver wire talk. Honestly, it's not a great week for for the waiver wire. And uh, we're we're getting close to fantasy playoff time here just uh, in the next couple weeks. So the the waiver wire is certainly becoming less and less important. You got to monitor, uh, got to monitor every single week in your league, but uh, I didn't see any crucial names out there. I do like AT Perry. If he's still out there in your league, maybe grab mm-hmm. him. But uh, beyond that, we're going to skip the waiver wire talk and focus on some trade conversations instead. And, and Matt, I was thinking, we talked we talked about the trade deadline and just the idea of having a trade deadline a couple weeks ago and if you do have a trade deadline in your league it's probably coming up very soon in fact it may have passed last week i know a couple of my leagues the uh thanksgiving was the trade deadline but regardless your trade deadline may be coming up soon if you don't have a trade deadline maybe uh maybe the playoffs mark um, kind of the end, the unofficial end of trading in your league, whatever it is, this might be your last chance to trade for these certain players that we're going to talk about today. And and the reason I I present it like that is not because necessarily they're going to have a, a, a huge last month of the season. In fact, these players may not even be fantasy starters at this point. We're we're kind of going mm-hmm. beyond the 2023 season here and starting to think about what the off season might look like when it comes to uh, roster changes, um, coaching changes, free agency, all of those things obviously impact player value a great deal during the off season. So in short, these are players we think are going to gain some dynasty value this off season. If you can trade for them now before that value bump happens, uh, you might be, uh, you might be in a better position. So that's kind of the exercise and the conversation we're going to have today, Matt. I know you've got a few guys on your list. I've got a few guys on my list. Normally, you know, behind the scenes here, normally we share these. We've got a document where we're both checking out. It's wide open today. We have no idea who we're going to talk about. So I'm excited to hear who your first player is. Give it to us, a player you want to trade for right now before it is too late and their value spikes. Okay. Uh, mine is this first one. Uh, mostly they'll be narrowed down, but my first one is the Packers passing game. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I love Musgrave, Reed, Watson. They're all super young. I think they're all gr- getting better and better at a rapid rate. 
especially Love. He really looks like he belongs these last three weeks or so. His accuracy looks better. He goes through his progressions much better. And I look at the the Packers as a whole and think A.J. Dillon, to me, looks like he's already shot, to be honest with you. Aaron yeah. Jones looks like he was going to be the foundation of the offense, but the age, the wear and tear, inability to stay on the field has hindered that. So I could see this being a much heavier pass volume team next year. Okay, I like and this. Yeah, yeah, I mean, so I think all these guys are ascending. I know Watson hasn't had the year that some think, but they still feature him a lot. I don't think he got slower or less dangerous in the last year. Musgrave's been one of my favorite, blown away by Reed, and I'm starting to trust Love. So I wrote a little bit about the Packers offense this week in my uh, Dynasty Blueprint article over at DLF, and you look at Jordan Love's past five games, quarterback 18. Pretty good. Yeah, quarterback yeah. 15, quarterback 13, quarterback nine, quarterback five. So uh, not only uh, not only does he have the feel of getting better, he's been much better from a fantasy standpoint as well. Now has four games as a QB one. And I mentioned in that article, if this was a rookie quarterback, and, and some have even referred to Jordan Love as a rookie because obviously – four years into the league. Now this is his first real chance at playing time after, after being stuck behind Aaron Rodgers. But if Jordan love was a rookie putting up these numbers, playing like this, we would be talking about him as a, as, as a QB one in dynasty, right? We would be valuing him, him like CJ Shroud or yeah, right. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't want to go I'm that not far. Quite, yeah. I don't want to go that far, but yeah, we would, we would be valuing him as a low end QB one, um, and and that's not where he's being valued now. I do think we're we're starting to see uh, his his value, his price increase a little bit over the uh, over the past couple of weeks. But uh, there was a lot of concern about uh, about Jordan Love there, you know, a month ago, I guess. Like the oh yeah, he, he started the right, season well. Interrupt real quick. I mean, he the Packers came to Pittsburgh three weeks ago. And I would, I did a deep, deep dive into them, of course. And I was like, man, I don't think Love's good enough. I right. mean, he just isn't accurate enough. And I've changed my mind over this last month because he looks so comfortable and it's thrown the ball so well. Well, to have Reed there as, as the rookie performing so well, same thing for Luke Musgrave. I know he's banged up right now. Uh, and, and you mentioned Watson. I still have some concerns about Watson, but um, still, still certainly an exciting player, that deep threat, that big play guy. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll see how those two love and uh, and Watson work together, but I'm with you. The price on on all four of those guys, uh, I think, I think the rookie pass catchers and Love are are trending up. Watson's kind of in limbo value wise, uh, but I like the idea of making a, a play for those guys right now. And, and I think it was wise to mention the running backs. AJ Dillon is going to be a free agent. <sighs> I know they don't necessarily have an answer there at running back as far as mm-hmm. the future. I I can't imagine they even want him back, honestly. And no. the way he's played this year, if you told me that A.J. Dillon doesn't play in the NFL in 2024, I wouldn't wow. be that shocked, right? Like, who's who's lining up on on March 15th or whatever it is to, to give him a contract on the free agent market? I wonder if he's... Leonard Fournette on the Bills practice squad that signs in October next year. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, you look at Damian Harris got a contract. Devin Singletary got a contract last year. Maybe, maybe he's in that range, but he's maybe he's been bad. He has been bad. really bad this season. Uh, I hate to say it because he was, he was a fun one to watch there the first couple of years of his career trending the wrong direction right now though. Uh, and Aaron Jones has that massive contract. It feels like he could be a cap cut at any time. So I like the idea of maybe the Packers move to even more of a pass heavy offense in 2024. That's kind of the rationale behind targeting those players right now. They used to throw the ball a fair amount with this coaching staff with the former quarterback. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, uh, <laughs> You know, in year two, to, but right. sure. But I'm, yeah. In, in year two, is it, is it fair to expect them to put more on Jordan love and, and for him to take a step? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, we, we could definitely see that. Uh, I'm going to talk about a, a, a much lower valued and lower profile player right now, but one I'm interested in targeting before the off season gets here, thinking about bills, wide receiver, Khalil Shakir, uh, been, been a little bit of a factor over the last five weeks or so. Uh, he's been a top 36 wide receiver in three of the past five games, including wide receiver nine a couple weeks ago. Uh, <coughs> you look at the, uh, you look at the other pass catchers there. Gabe Davis also going to be a free agent and Stefan Diggs. I mean, we talked about this a little bit. Uh, yesterday with, with a couple of those receivers, Stefan Diggs just does not seem happy to be in Buffalo. This is a team that's 500. Uh, they're going to have to do a lot over the last few weeks to, to get into the playoffs that looks like they might be on the outside looking in at this point. Diggs feels like he could be that next big name wide receiver to be traded this off season. Of course, we saw that two years ago with, with guys like uh, Tyree Kill and and uh, Devonte Adams, so maybe this is Stefan Diggs' year. If Diggs and Davis are both gone, obviously we're talking about a a huge opportunity for Khalil Shakir. That's great. Makes me also think: is could could uh, could Kincaid stock even go higher and higher and higher and higher? Yeah, like yeah. is there a ceiling on what he could do? I love the Shakir call. And a Shakir, of course, not super expensive. Um, Khalil Shakir for AJ Dillon. You know, we were just mentioning those names. Uh, I would rather have Sh- Shakir at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You don't you don't see many trades with Shakir on his own. Mostly being packaged as a throw in with another piece. Khalil Shakir for Dorian Thompson Robinson in a super flex league. Uh, unless you're just absolutely desperate at the quarterback position. I like that move. Uh, mm-hmm. Shakir for Sam Howell in a single quarterback league. I don't mind that either. So that's that's kind of where the value is. Obviously, pretty low level. Would make more sense to get him, as I said, as a throw-in in a larger deal. That's probably the best way to get Khalil Shakir on your dynasty team right now. We've got a few more players that we have uh, have in mind to target as trades before it is too late, before their value spikes. We'll continue this conversation next. So folks, I think I told you this story before that for Steelers trading camp, I basically lived there for a month in Latrobe, PA, which is about two hours, an hour and a half from my house. So camp broke on a Thursday. I come home. 
And it's like, oh, I'm finally home. I get to relax through the fam, et cetera. But Guns N' Roses was playing Friday in Pittsburgh, and I really wanted to go. And kind of like felt the temperature and you know, what's going on here. The wife was like, I don't want to go, but you should definitely go. So a buddy and, my, and I got the, the game time app and we're like, all right, last minute, we're going. And it worked out phenomenally. I mean, it's fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, as I mentioned, comedy, theater events near you as well. They have great last minute deals. We got some really good deals on it. All in prices, views from your seat. That was very cool as well and their best price guarantee, game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. So again, they have these flash deals, zone deals, views from all seats in the venue. I mean, it's pretty cool too. Like I said, you see this, the view from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. One thing I really appreciated was all in prices show your total up front, so you know you're not getting a great deal without hidden fees. You know you're getting a great deal without hidden fees that they throw on you at the last minute. It was just like two taps. I bought it in seconds. So it worked out extremely well. I mentioned these zone deals. You pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. So that works out really well as as well. Um, So take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use our code LOCKED.NFL, you get 20 bucks off your first purchase. So terms do apply. But again, create an account and redeem our code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off I mean, your first purchase. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever National Sports 24-7 streaming channel. We're talking about trade targets today, players that we expect to gain value this offseason. So before your trade deadline gets here, before your playoffs get here, trade for these players now and see the ROI in the offseason. Matt, we've talked about the Packers. We talked about Bills wide receiver Khalil Shakir. Who's the next guy on your list? Minor higher profile. I, I wrote a bunch down that aren't super high profile, and maybe I'll just kind of mention them at the end. Hey, but... we, we like really good players too. Yeah, that's true. Um, a player I adored before his injury, people might remember well over a year ago was Javante Williams Mm -hmm. with Denver. And I think he's getting really quickly back to the player that I adored over the injury. The other backs there are fine, but they're not of his caliber. They go out and spend money on big bruising offensive linemen. They want to run the football, play defense. That success is, you know, translating into five wins in a row for them right now. So I think that stock's going to continue to climb. I like that call. I'm I'm with you there. We all we are already seeing the value increase on Javante Williams. Uh, his ADP is climbing. I expect that to continue as well. Looking at the trade finder on Dynasty League Football, Javante Williams for Cortland Sutton. We talked about those Broncos wide receivers yesterday. Uh, I think I'm taking Javante there, but that's that's. Me too. Fair, I think. Uh, Javante Williams for a first rounder. Are you that confident? Are you giving a first rounder for Javante? I might right now if my team was really good and I thought that was going to be picked 
10, 11, 12. Okay. So yeah, if you're, non super flick. If yeah. you're confident that's a, a later pick, I think that probably makes sense. Uh, actually seeing several examples here of Javante Williams for a first rounder. Uh, here's one more. I got to get your thoughts. Real on quick this question one. along those lines, if you don't mind, because sure. you know this better than I do. From my limited experience, this upcoming running back class, I would probably still rather have Javante than any incoming rookie. Um, yeah, I think so. So I actually did a, a mock draft with quite a few of our buddies, some guys from DLF and, and several mm-hmm. others around the uh, around the community that was posted on DLF a couple weeks ago. Uh, we had it was a super flex rookie mock. We did two rounds. We had one running back go inside the first round. So the top 12 okay. players, one running back. That was Travion Henderson from Ohio State. Uh, I really like Henderson. I I probably would take him over Javante Williams at this point. Obviously, plenty of time for things to change for, for both of those players. Uh, but outside of that, it's, it's pretty wide open as far as who's going to be the RB2 and uh, could could they get up into that first round range? Uh, but uh, other than Henderson, I'm I'm certainly taking Javante over okay. over the rest Good. of that crew. And and if you prefer Williams to to Henderson, that's that's reasonable as well. Uh, one more trade with Williams that I wanted to get your thoughts on: Javante Williams for Jalen Warren and a second round rookie pick. You're asking the wrong guy because I adore Warren. Yeah, well, hey, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm asking the right guy. I know, yeah, I, I maybe you're, you're asking a, the right guy. You're you're a Warren believer. You're a Javante believer. Uh, does that second round pick sway things? I want Warren in the second. Okay, I think I do. As I well think he's there. really, really good. Yeah, I, uh, that's where I am too. Uh, I'm going to uh, talk about a. You mentioned an injured player in, in Javante who's uh, come back really, really well. Uh, over the past few weeks, I'm going to talk about a currently injured player, Kirk Cousins. Uh, mm. You know, Matt, just watching the uh, watching the NFL over the past few weeks has been rough when it comes to quarterback play. I, I don't have to tell you that we've seen. I mean, we've seen some bad, bad quarterbacks on the field. And I, I was checking out the numbers. Kirk Cousins has played in eight games. Uh, He's been out essentially a month now. He's still the quarterback 17 in total fantasy points Uh, has, has outscored uh, Geno Smith, Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow, Derek Carr, and several other players. Uh, Kenny Pickett, uh, by the way, also Mm -hmm. Kirk Cousins is still top 10 in the league in touchdown passes. He's thrown 18 touch. He threw 18 touchdown passes, and that's still good for a top 10 rank among all NFL quarterbacks. So just thinking about really how bad the quarterback play is around the league. I mean, there's, there's no doubt Kirk Cousins is going to be able to go just about anywhere he wants. He is going to be a free agent. This, uh, this off season seems like both sides, Probably would be interested in keeping him in Minnesota. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, of course, the the price is going to be uh, pretty lofty. I would imagine that he's going to he's going to get a nice contract. But we we have seen as as we often do, we've seen a value dip because of the injury. We we've seen the trade value, the ADP start to slide. Uh, if I can take advantage of that in a super flex league and and lock in Kirk Cousins as my QB two next year, or, or certainly even a, 
a, a QB three. I'm pretty excited to do that. Yeah, it's a great call. Uh, I mean, I think he's probably a starter for three to five more years, something along those lines, or maybe as long as he wants. Yeah. State of quarterback play is nasty right now in the league. And if there's five teams vying for his services or two teams or three teams, he gets to pick where he wants. I mean, it's not exactly Brady going to Tampa, but if it's 80% of that, uh, I mean, he goes somewhere that's loaded with talent or even stays in Minnesota, he's very valuable. It it just feels like there's multiple teams, and obviously the Jets are are, are the first one that come to mind, but, I mean, maybe it's the Falcons, whoever. There's multiple teams this year that we've said – they're just a quarterback away. They've got everything else. They just need a quarterback. So several good situations where Kirk Cousins could land. Obviously, Minnesota is uh, is one of those and probably at the top of the list, but plenty of options for him where he could produce and uh, regain some of that dynasty value he's lost because of the injury. So I love, uh, love trading for Kirk Cousins right now uh, before the regular season ends and, and before the off season begins. Matt, we've got a couple more names to discuss. We're going to finish up this conversation uh, right after this. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers Get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Like, think about that for a second. Just go someone's favored by 14 points against the Giants or Cardinals or whatever. All you need is that to hit, and that's $150 if your team wins, which if you play it right, it should win. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is unbelievably easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, over-unders, players, props, futures, et cetera, et cetera. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kicked off the NFL season. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. All right, Matt, let's finish up our trade conversation. These are players to trade for before it's too late. Give me one or two more guys. Give me whoever you want. Okay, so some honorable mentions were Thornton in New England, who I think is a pretty darn good player and a keeper just in a nasty situation. I really liked Kendra Miller and Tajay Spears, you know, coming out, and they just haven't had a lot of opportunities. So those are some cheaper guys. But three, and I'll stress, they're all the same, basically. Drake London, Chris Olave, but the other one was Garrett Wilson. And Garrett Mm. Wilson's my pick. And it's super simple. It's a two-second conversation. He's awesome. His quarterbacks are horrendous. I don't think it's crazy this time next year if he has adequate quarterback play, Rodgers or not. He could be at the C.D. Lamb A.J. Brown level in Dynasty, maybe even on the Chase Jefferson level. I think he's a phenomenal football player. Yeah, yeah. He's he's been able to kind of survive this this yeah. season of, of Zach Wilson and now uh, Tim Boyle. Boyle. And, uh, you know, he, he certainly has not been what we what, what we expected him to be. But 
but everyone understands why. Still does not have a wide receiver one game. In fact, no New York Jets wide receiver has finished as a top 12 fantasy scorer in any week this season. Uh, same same for their uh, crosstown team or uh, cross cross stadium team, the Giants. Those are the only two teams who have not produced a top 12 fantasy score at the wide receiver position this season in even one game. Uh, we know why in the Jets case and in, Garrett, and in Garrett Wilson's case. You know, I, I guess the only kind of kind of bummer of this situation is while the production has not been there uh, because of the quarterback play, the value hasn't really changed. He has maintained his status as a as a first round uh, dynasty startup pick. Uh, he's still very very expensive in trade, but I think you make a good point. We it's it's still reasonable to expect his value to climb further into the Lamb AJ Brown tier, if not into the top tier of wide receivers, which it's I think possible. is on the on the table. I mean, this is this is a player who entering his second year. Uh, was being drafted as a first-round pick in redraft leagues, right? We, we've talked a lot about those uh, underdog leagues that that we participated in. He was a first-rounder in those underdog best ball redraft leagues uh, with the expectation that he'd be playing with Aaron Rodgers. So I love the call. You're right. There's There's not really much more that needs to be said. He's going to be very expensive. Pay the price. Be willing to. You mentioned the names London and Olave. I'm with you on both of those guys as well. London, obviously another guy where we're hoping gets a, uh, gets a quarterback upgrade. I'm not quite as confident in that one. We, we know the jets are going to do something, right? It's, it's either going to be Rogers or they're going to, they're going to figure something out. Uh, if, if Rogers, for whatever reason, uh, doesn't can't go, doesn't work out, whatever. Um, Falcons who knows who knows that's a that's another story yeah right one more name my last name as we kind of wrap up here Keaton Mitchell the Ravens running back we've talked about him quite a bit over the past few weeks uh but just thinking about this this backfield and we kind of know the story on J.K. Dobbins would not be surprised unfortunately if if he doesn't make it back at all uh or, or or is very, very limited moving forward. Uh, Gus Edwards has been fine this year. He's also a free agent going into the offseason. Dobbins is a free agent by the way as well. Um, I mean, Keaton Mitchell's not going to be the every down back for the Ravens ever, uh, but I think he could have a big role. And, and of the players I mentioned, Shakir and, and Cousins, Mitchell's the one who could also help you down the stretch here. Uh, we've, we've gotten some positive comments from that coaching staff that it seems like his role is uh, is only going, going to get larger from here. Uh, any any last second thoughts on Keaton Mitchell, Matt? I love that call. I mean, I think his usage keeps going up. I yeah. think that that's a very good offense. Um, he's explosive as can be. I don't think he's a Chan, but I don't think he's crazy far off. Yeah. Smart organization, good blocking. Lamar always helps the situation. The fact that they're using them more and more in this past week was very encouraging, I think, is all you need to know. Yeah, price is going to go up on him as well. If you can find someone who doesn't believe he's a long-term asset, that's probably your best bet to acquire him. That is going to do it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe or follow for free on YouTube 
or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow those, follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan MC23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.